Hey there friends, it's Nick. So yesterday we were talking about <laughs> camper vans and their ability, the ability of novel locations, novel places to improve and affect positively our ability to be creative. But there's something else about location, of course, which is absolutely fascinating, which I've talked about before, but it's our ability to, when we arrive at a place, to understand it and remember it and be properly orientated in that space and of course this is the the sort of the fundamental skill behind memory palaces behind the the loki method l-o-l-o-c-i loki method of remembering things and it turns out there was a study published in 2018 by akiko wagatsuma et al i'm going to say et al because otherwise the names have gone forever where they discovered that in mice, when mice enter a new location, they get this hit of dopamine, this extra hit of dopamine. And that hit of dopamine floods into part of the hippocampus, or the hippocampi, because there are two of them, which is the part of our brain that deals, amongst other things, with what we remember and what we forget. And the theory is that the, the hit of dopamine encodes these memories for location, for environment, for that kind of spatial awareness in a different way. And it's one of the reasons why remember where excuse me, remembering where things are feels so effortless in comparison to, you know, lots of other kind of memory tasks. And I can't remember whether I've said this before, but I've used this on numerous occasions. You know, fifteen or twenty years ago I was the best man at a wedding and you know, I used to walk near where I live, a walk that I do quite often, and with every kind of signpost or gate or entrance or exit on that walk, I attached visual images of one of the things that I wanted to talk about, right? And uh, likewise, when I was doing my psychology, uh, business psychology course, and, you know, we had to be prepared for exams there, <laughs> I actually used... This is funny. I actually use levels from Quake, <laughs> which if you're not a gamer, you won't know. But Quake was the uh, the successor to Doom. And Doom was probably one of the first games where you really had that sense of moving through 3D space where you could turn and look around and see this same kind of this same kind of idea. Right. And you get. You know, this is so extraordinary. I mean, I was playing <laughs> yesterday. I was playing Last of Us Two. I'm replaying the Last of Us Part Two at the moment. And when you enter a new location, especially in that game where everything's quite tense, you get that same kind of feeling you get when you enter a physical space. That you are immediately looking at the the sight lines, the angles, the you know what's who's behind me, who's in front of me, all that kind of stuff. And it's, um, for me, some of these game environments have been as clear as physical spaces. And yeah, I used different, different, <laughs> different quake levels to peg the things I needed to remember for my psychology exams, which is pretty, pretty weird when you think about it, but, but also pretty interesting. And if this hit of dopamine gives us this very powerful encoding, this very powerful way to remember something. Of course, it's 
fantastically useful if we want to remember you know certain things in a sequence or certain things that matter and I guess that loops around a bit to you know what I was talking about what I mentioned briefly the other day about you know the value of having your environment be special and the value of I mean I've got objects in my environment that signify things to me that that are there to make me think about focus or centering or creativity or whatever and and those trigger kind of like port keys if you're a Harry Potter fan you know I can in my head in my memory palace I can reach out and touch those things and be transported to other places where more information is encoded a really good book to read on this I think is um, Jonathan Levy's The Only Skill You'll Ever Need I think it's called hold on yeah, the, the only skill that matters, excuse me. So, the only skill that matters, he <laughs> Yeah, I'm just getting the irony that I forgot the title. But, um, but you know, he, he talks about creating these kind of memories. And, well, that's a good example. So, I just forgot the title of the book. And I've said before that, that for many, many things, my memory is terrible. But if you read that book, Levy talks about how you know, the brain's job, the, the hippocampi, part of their job is to clear out stuff they don't think that matters. And, you know, all of our memories actually are subject to decay. And part of the reason for that is that the, the brain is running an extraordinarily complicated computer, essentially, on a tiny, tiny amount of power. It's like two bulbs worth of energy or something. And, you know, he makes the point in the book that if if we were to build a robot brain, you know, back back in the day when I was a kid, they used to say that, a, that a, a computer the size of your brain that could do what your brain could do would be the size of a city or something. But, you know, he's talking in terms of, of the amount of energy it might use. And the amount of energy it might use is like 10 kilowatts or something. So there's extraordinarily different sort of levels of capacity biology is, is, is amazingly complicated and clever and what he says of course is that our memories are constantly being sorted by the hippocampi hippocampus on either side of our brains and they are looking to trim they are always looking to get rid of stuff that doesn't matter and it's one of the reasons why rehearsing and reviewing stuff makes such a big difference because we are kind of teaching that part of our brain that actually this particular thing does matter. It is going to come up again tomorrow or next the next day or next week or next month or whatever. Anyway, it's a good book to read. The Only Skill That Matters, Jonathan Levy. Maybe in a couple of episodes time, I'll talk about the, the visuals that I peg to things in my memory palace so that we can, we can round that bit off as well. Anyway. Thanks for listening. Remember, your story means business. Bye now. Hey, this is Nick. Thanks again for listening. To dig deeper, search for story.business.